And we are back here once again with another episode of the Clab 9 Podcast, Season 10, Episode 13. So uh, we did actually do an episode this past Sunday. And as you guys know, the show is uh, Sundays and Thursdays. Uh, but I felt like the episode that we did on Sunday uh, really just wasn't good at all. Um, and I thought to myself about it for a day or two, and I was like, you know what, might as well just get rid of it, and then just obviously do a better episode for you guys, because I know a lot of you guys uh, like the show and watch the show on the replay if you can't catch the show live, and it's you know, something to me where I want to make sure we're just delivering the best quality show for all of you. So, yes, in this episode, we're going to talk about G2 winning the split, uh, Fnatic basically failing and losing to Mad Lions, and the Adam and Team BDS drama. So, on Sunday's episode, we're going to do, like, the LEC 2024 Winter Split recap, where we have, like, the MVPs, uh, all pro teams, uh, biggest disappointment, biggest surprise, you know, all those type of awards that come along with the split. And then we'll probably end up going over uh, some of the LCK series. Uh, most of them have been just, like, utter stomps when it comes to... Um, you know, teams like T1 and Genji as well. Uh, and this episode, uh, Sean will be making his return, actually. Uh, Chaz had to get up early for work, actually, uh, the next day. So he couldn't make it tonight. But yeah, we have a Canadian joining us. And he's actually Adam's biggest fan. It's crazy enough, actually. Yeah, I'm really, uh, really heartbroken by this news. Uh no. What's you know what's crazy? You we 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 did the episode together when the news came out and we we actually read his twit longer. <laughs> Holy crap. Just saying we read his twit longer. Remember when his twit longer said um Fnatic treated me like pure shit and I was like, "Bruh, this is the org that brought you into the LEC." Like you wouldn't be an LEC player if like Dardo didn't give you yeah, a chance. And, and your team made you look so good when you were just one tricking on like Olaf and shit. Like, guys, I should you not. Go back and look at his twit longer. He literally said, word for word, Fnatic treated him like shit. That's literally what he said. And I was sitting there going like... Uh, so, back then, when that happened, like, I understand where he's coming from. The problem here with him is, like, you, know, you just can't give that information up to people, you know? You just kind of can't, you know? Like, if I said, hey, I can't have a podcast this week with, like, one of you guys or, like, my other show... And, like, someone asks, like, hey, why can't you do the show? Like, I, I can give that information out if I want to. But, you know, it's kind of basically up to me to tell you if it's, like, something that serious, you know. Most people just go, oh, I can't have a show because I'm I'm busy. Or I just can't make it because work or whatever. Something like that. But the whole Adam situation is just absolutely crazy. Because you kind of look at how BDS performed during the split. And I, I I figure it's literally just because they probably got like ass railed in scrims to the point where he just kind of lost his mind. He kind of probably got into the mindset of like, you know, Dardock was in the, the team liquid break breaking point video where it was just pick me whatever so we can lose in peace kind of thing. So <laughs> kind of probably happened like that. Uh, Chaz says G2 is King BDS is ass and Lennon has my nuts in her mouth. Um, not true. Uh, True. Lennon has her vagina on my mouth. That's how that would work, right? 
And I had sex with multiple women, actually, a hundred women, you know, and I clearly don't lie. Black people clearly do not lie. So that's it's how we're going to start it. The way you so. say that is just already proof that you have no experience. What do you, why are, did you just come back? I, I renewed this guy's contract for the show and he just immediately comes in and starts canceling me. What the you, fuck you did I do? You never paid me, right? I did. I paid you on sponsorship money. <laughs> Where's the sponsors? I don't fucking know. What the hell? You supposed to find him. What the fuck? Oh, Lord. But I haven't got a chance to talk to you throughout the entirety uh, of the split. So what did you think about the split, like, for the regular season? Like, what did you think about uh, Carmine Corp? Yeah, Carmine Corp is, I, I said, heading into the season. On paper, the team looks really good and should succeed, but it probably won't. Um because wait I, a minute I feel, how does that work in your brain because, you said it could work because individually uh, outside of maybe tar outside of maybe target moss who's just fallen off a cliff uh somehow so let's uh, say he actually part. never started yeah yeah well i i think all the players individually are good it's just they're they have different way different views okay. and personalities i, I initially thought that too i looked at the names minus target moss because he's complete dog shit and I was like, this kind of could work. Then I thought about it, and I was like, no, it can't. The play styles do not work. Yeah, players, they do they, not. They just don't work. Like, Bo, dude, Targamas and Upset do not work. That, that shit just... Yeah, and it was God. never going to. Holy shit. <laughs> and then uh, Sakin is just playing for his KDA. Shaken. 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 Yeah, I, I don't Shaken. care. I'm calling him Sakin because... <laughs> That's uh, Shaken. No, I, I'm calling him Saki because it, it sounds like uh, sake, which is what I had drank all the fucking time after watching him play. Oh, God. Did you see that Akali play he did? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, he literally just tries to keep his KDA looking nice. That's what he does. <laughs> oh, my God. Watching that guy play like just literally gives me a fucking stroke. Yeah, but all it's right. okay. He's French, so he gets a free pass. Yeah. Like, I remember the first week, Cavill Shard. Played Gragas top. That man built Archangel Staff first, and I was like, "All right, that's gonna that's looking like a hot fresh L." Actually, holy shit! All right, so let's go over some of the games. Actually, so we got the last best of fives for the LEC twenty twenty four Winter Split, and um, if I'm being completely honest here with you guys. Because we'll just start with Fnatic. Uh, since Fnatic played against Mad Lions, then Mad Lions played against BDS, and then we'll talk about the BDS stuff, and then we'll go over the G2 uh, Mad Lions series. So, huh, the big problem with Fnatic throughout the entirety of the split so far is it really looks like that not a single one of them really wants to be that guy, you know? Because Fnatic started out the split, and a lot of people thought they were just going to be, like, the second-place team with G2. It's crazy, because people actually had BDS, like, lower in their power rankings compared to um, Fnatic. You know, I think, I don't know where I had BDS. I think I had BDS in, like, C-tier, actually. I had Fnatic as my sole A-tier team. And Fnatic ended up being a team where they finished fifth place in the standings. They they went five and four. A lot of weeks, it just looked like they were not really working as a unit on the on stage. 
but when it came to like team play one of them was just individually better than the opposition so they just kind of got away with it and then when they made like the playoffs and the first round that they played was against mad lions they actually uh two zeroed mad lions in the uh best of three first part and then they actually sent mad lions to the losers bracket then they faced g2 they had a really close series against G2. And it's really interesting because if you look at all their games against G2, even from the one that they played where Han Sama got a penna kill on Varus, Fnatic played the best games against G2. Like, Fnatic's roster on paper is actually pretty good, honestly. The problem here is it doesn't really work out, actually. I think Jun and Noah don't work as a bot lane. I think Humanoid and Razork, despite what people may say to you guys, I don't think that they still work as a, you know, a 2v2 for a mid-jungle, actually. Oscar Renan started out, like, pretty strong on his Renekton pick and Cassante, but he, like, fell off the face of a cliff in playoffs, actually. And they were really getting away with murder uh, in a lot of these series, actually. They, they really shouldn't have beaten SK, if we're being honest here. Like, SK flat out threw that series for them. Like, it, it really yeah. just should have been SK in the top four with Fnatic. The, uh, sorry, SK should have been top four with BDS yeah. and uh, G2 and Mad Lions. They, they really should have, and Mad got away with murder, too. Yeah, I want people to really go watch that SK series. That They were trying to lose that, even though, like, SK were in prime positions to win game three when Exica had Draven and Oscar, in, Oscar. They put Oscar in on Orin, guys. Orin, where the meta is like Cassante, Aatrox, um, Udyr, and a few other uh, top lane picks there, too. And it's like, bruh. Like, if I'm an Oscar Fnatic, should have lost that series, right? Because, like, they shouldn't have got past SK. SK threw so hard against them. Then they lost against Mad Lions, and it was a really close Series two, but if you look at it, Fnatic to me, based off how they played against SK, I would probably have SK over them. I I think SK are probably the fourth best team. Fnatic would probably end up being like the fifth best team because if they barely scraped by against SK, like it would only make sense they'd lose to Mad Lions because they literally should have lost that series. So I don't know, man. What do you think about that that series? But I think they also should have beat mad i think they also got away from murder but that that's just my opinion but humanoid yeah, I mean, is just such a dirty inter man i, I don't understand Tana. how he stayed on fanatic for this long it's incredible uh but this entire mm-hmm. team it's like at one moment all the players will look amazing and then at another moment just utter shit uh besides maybe razork again razork's really the only player who's been yeah, kind of yeah, great consistently true. to me i I still don't understand what Jun is supposed to provide here. Uh, I don't know like, either. Yeah, what is so, he same, supposed to do? Same thing with Ice on BDS. It, it, it's like watching Ben and Mystic in their dying years. I'd rather watch Mystic beat his wife. <laughs> and then uh, have... Oh, no, we're not going over that. Oh, that, that story is too tragic. <laughs> that, whew, that, that's a story for get ass railed in the fucking alleyways in LA. So... Uh, like, dude, I don't know either. Like, when I was looking at Jun getting picked up, I saw him making a lot of playmaking plays from the highlights that I saw of him. And I was like, okay, so they're going to get this. So he's basically just going to be another version of Ignar. But then you think to yourself, why didn't they just keep Trimby then? If, 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 if I don't know what's wrong with Fnatic. If Jun is the player you need, 
Trimby just does that 10 times better. I, I have no idea why they would basically downgrade Trimby for a worse version of Ignar. They should have just got Ignar then if they really wanted that. Ignar's better than Jun. If we're using that logic then, you know? Just mismanaging, dude. It makes no sense. Like, the, the whole roster. And, and you look at the roster and it's like, they're not terrible players. It doesn't work out. Have, do you watch their Legends in Action series on their YouTube channel? Uh, sadly not. No, if you but... if you go and watch it, just a few episodes, you could tell, like, this roster can't work. No one's trying to be the bad guy. No one's trying to really push them to play better. It's like, it's just five talented players just playing solo queue on stage. That's the only reason why they even got as far as they did. Yeah. I and mean, I, so, I, I wouldn't really call Jun talented, but, you know. Yeah, Oscar needs to try to do, like, more of a, I would say, a role that Gen X tried doing in the series when it was put in there that tried to do that type of play style more. Yeah. Because uh, the last the last game against Mad Lions, that Tristana game, oh, my God. Jeez. Fuck. Humanoid. Humanoid's supposed to be, like, the next Caps. You know, he's supposed to be like, he's going to be the next captain. Blah, blah, blah. He's supposed to be my laner, you know? But uh, when you see just like how badly he was somewhat disrespecting, um, what's his name? Fresca- uh, Frescawi on Mad Lions. It's like, what the hell is going on here? Like, game five, I swear. If, my, if your mid laner is a flash, in these in these kind of moments, then I don't even know like if you even want to win the series at that point. So if you go watch a uh, game five, God. and I'll get to Mad Lions I- issues later. I'll get to that later on for Mad Lions, but there's game game five, right? So Mad Lions uh, or is it Fnatic, yeah, Fnatic uh, claw back this because so the series basically went went from like Stomp. Close game, stomp, close game, close game. It's been a combination of that with all these teams. Fnatic pull out the way, they pull out the Vi, they pull out the Zach top. I, I think if you want Oscar Inna to play very well, I think you just need to give him Zach top. He can't end all that. I want you guys to see the criminal levels of mid, mid lane Tristana play humanoid in this game. And, and, and in this game, Fnatic still had a shot at winning this. You know, they, they could theoretically could have faced BDS, you know. In the finals, uh, the well, they, they second probably place should match. have. They're just idiots. Look at this dive. The dive works. Okay, they really, honestly, should have got out of here. Uh, they just leave Razork to die. No, he doesn't die. He uses the steadfast presence. Yeah. Okay. So they do the dive. Okay. Look at this right here. He jumps in. Uh, tries to shoot for Scabby down. Okay. Then he decides to himself. They're gonna go back to laning. Okay. Humanoid uh, Tristana jumps in again, gets a zero ulted, gets watching. like four turret shots, gets just chunked out, doesn't flash. Look, look right here, guys. Look here, look here. Okay, he doesn't flash. Still got a sl- saving his flash for spring split. I don't know why. God, this what is, is like he what doing? Flabber's been doing recently. Jesus Christ! Look at this. He can just flash out, and you live, and you jump. What is he doing? What is that? And they and you know guys, Oscar Anna, who's been having a horrible playoffs. Do you know what Fnatic do? They're like, you know what? You get a carry. What? 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 This guy's been griefing so hard. Why is he getting a carry? Just give him Orin, like you did against SK Gaming. If you want to have 
You want to make sure he has relevance in the game where he's not inting you? Give him Orin. Give him Scion. Give him fucking... Hell, give him Tom Kench top. I don't know what you want to give him. Yeah, Maybe Zach again. Scion. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's getting Gwen in the game five when he's barely carried anything. What the fuck playoffs. are these misses? Jesus these are Christ, yeah. Noah. <laughs> I'm going to try and uh, not pretend I saw that stuff. It, 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 it's like watching Wong Feng in fucking World's Finals playing Ezreal. And then uh, Fnatico, hey, we're going to flex the Karma to Jun. Jun's going to play Karma. Even though, I mean, Jun's just not good at anything, really. He's not good at playing Enchanters. He's not really good at playing playmaking supports. Maybe it's because he doesn't synergize Noah very well. Noah also has his own line of issues, right? Like, Noah can only really play, like, what, Callista, Aphelios, and, what, Ezreal, right? So, yeah, good lord, man. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like B-Boy, but... I, I mean, do you think it would have been better if they swapped the uh, Tristana and Gwen around in mid lane and top lane? <sighs> Shit. I think... Let me, let me go back, back to their draft here. So we're going off game five. Let's see the pick, pick, and ban right here. Give me one sec. Pick and ban right here. So pick and ban. Oh, my God. Fucking load, you piece of shit. All right. So who do they ban? They banned Twisted Fate. Makes sense. Ivern. Mm. I, I think Elioia's Ivern kind of. No. Elioia plays Ivern fine. My, my bad. I was thinking it's a different champion. His Vi is awful. Uh, Varus is good. Ugh, shit. I would have probably just took the Azir from myself. Honestly, if I was here. Or I would have given him... Wait, Way's banned. Yeah, they kind of had to pitch Tristana here. They kind of pinched his champion pool. And they also banned out stuff against Rascali. I, I think maybe you take Talia here, actually. If you're being like really generous with him. Because at least with Talia, he could create openings to do a lot of damage and get to object objectives faster. What else is here? Yeah, uh, Mad Lion's comp is just better as the game just goes on. Like... Karma falls off a cliff. Ezreal gets outranged by Senna. Tristana definitely gets outranged by Azir. That's not even a debate, right? Vi is probably an equal neutralizer against Poppy, and Kasante will outduel Gwen mm -hmm. and outside lane her. Mad Lions, they just got draft gapped, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, <laughs> I would suggest maybe, maybe Syndra, but I wouldn't trust Humanoid these days to play that. That's not a bad pick. Or uh, Akali would have been fine. If, you're gonna play, yeah, if, he's, trying, I, if he's trying I, to I, dive I, like I, that. I do not trust him <laughs> to save my fucking life on Akali. All right? <laughs> no. Oh, God. All right. So, yeah, Fnatic, they ended up finishing third place in the LEC 2024 Winter Split. And now we're on to the next series, which was Mad Lions versus Team BDS. Warren got his wish. Gen X got his spot back. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a little I amazed guess. that no LCS teams kind of signed him over some of the junk they signed, but okay. Oh, dude, Fake God is so good. Am I right? Yeah. I, I mean, look, Fake God earned another shot with how he performed. Uh, he's still doing shit now again, but, you know. Mm -hmm. As predicted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect it to turn out, but yeah, I mean. Good lord. Okay, so if we just don't if we discount the BDS drama, BDS were what one game away from winning against Mad Lions. The problem here with the series is it's the same thing that I talked about with the Gen G series against BLG last year at the World's quarterfinals. It never really felt like BDS had a foothold in the series. If you if you guys actually watch the games, it never felt like BDS were the better team. It never felt like they had a good 
sense of how to play the game. Yeah. Their ma- their macro is awful. Their macro is legit shit. They they're literally a team where you have to basically hope they out five v five you. They have no macro. You saw in every game they struggled in completing basic objectives, and they did this obviously with Gen X. They had Gen X come in what twenty four hours later. Yeah, and honestly, he didn't do bad at all. Like he he got a solo kill. His win had he some issues. Did pretty well. Yeah, yeah, like, he, he had some issues, of course, but that's going to happen just any time a new player comes in this late yeah, because yeah. they're going to have to change up their strats they learned all year in communication. But as the series went along, he like in game three, and game four, and game five, he actually played uh, well, about uh, on par. Game with five, Adam I think he played athlete. fine. Like yeah, game five, I think the Gragas game was fine from him. Yeah, I actually think he played kind of on par with Adam, just outside of not having any pocket picks. Because wow, it's Aren't you like Adam's Adam biggest fan? Very good. Yeah, it's almost like Adam isn't very good, and it's mainly Shea and them. Wow, imagine that. Because, like, they really tailored their entire, like, draft strategy to um, Adam. You could tell they did, because without him, they just look they just look kind of lost. Yeah, like, so, even so in the games they won. Adapt. Yeah, yeah but... and they eventually, you know, got the hang of it and got a bit lucky with, like, their drafts being better in 3 and 4. But, of course, by the end of it, as predicted, they weren't going to. Game three, game three, that was so sloppy for them to win that. That was just like, mm-hmm. like no, <laughs> oh god, oh yeah, I forgot. Gen, uh, Gen X, he pulled out the uh, the least in top. I remember he pulled out the least in top, and he was like, you know what, I'm gonna just put out, I'm gonna pull out my fucking dick on the table, and I pull out the least in top. We haven't seen least in top since like 2021. That was a pick, actually. Let. I don't know why he, that's a weird pick for him, but sure. I mean, I got them to win, but Mad Lions, I don't know if they were disrespecting them because they, they started picking some pretty shit comps. Like, the game that um, uh, BDS won the first time with Lee Sen Top, <laughs> Mad Lions comp is Karma, Bias, Kali, Kaisa, and Renata Glass. Like, that's yeah. awful. That, that's that bad. Was, that was garbage draft. Yeah, no wonder they <laughs> lost. Like, Good fucking lord. They all, literally all the game- have no hard engage. How do you yeah. win that? Like all the games BDS won in this series is like watching a hundred thieves play to split. It just looks so sloppy, but they somehow do it just because the other team shit the bed. Like that, that this one's even worse. The, the Mad Lions game four draft is Cassante by Karma Aphelios Nautilus. Holy shit. It's set so troll. Oh my god. Hey, for Scowie, the guy that, that can probably maybe barely play mages, let's just give him karma. It's like, what? I mean, he can't play a collie because the collie is awful. He's a collie walking around in his shroud getting caught and like, holy shit. Oh my god. Oh lord. Good lord, man. Fuck. And Ice apparently can only play Ezreal and Varus. Yeah. Like, even outside of the Atom drama, like, Fnatic and. BDS went through the same thing. They both got a Korean for ADC and support. And the same thing I, I said about Jun, the same thing I'll say about Ice. I don't know if they really want to keep Crowny. He had some issues with Adam and Striker potentially, I think, from everything I've read. Yeah, and I, into. I would too. <laughs> and I don't think Ice makes their team better either. Like, what did Ice really do? Like, Ice only... He never had a standout game until that one. That Varus game, he that Ezreal game he had was like his best one. Guys, 
That's his only good game, the entirety of the whole split I'm talking about here. There's no other yeah. games he legitimately stood yeah, out I, I, Every time I watched a BDS game this split, I, I, I it would be 20 minutes going by, and then I would realize, oh, right, Ice exists. I, I forgot he was in this game. Two Wong Ching Chongs for the price of one. <sighs> Fucking hell. What? You know what they should do? Maybe BDS. Maybe Fnatic needs Ice. Ice and Jun Botling would be shit. Actually, someone said Fnatic should get um ice. No, no, that'd be awful. That'd be terrible. <laughs> Two lackluster players playing together, both basically handshaking. Like, no, that'd be fucking terrible. Yeah, and then let's get a cacao and snowflower. <laughs> cacao. He, he, there's no way that guy's still playing. No way. <laughs> no, Unless like tired now. Maybe, maybe if Fnatic wanna do better, maybe they could you know grab um what what, what what's that stinky fat fuck from Turkey. Oh, Jesus God. Christ, Armut. Yeah, they can get Armut. Jesus fuck. Yes, they can get Armut. They can get Armut. Actually, yeah, he can, can play for easy. Fnatic. Oh God. Oh my Lord. They can get Wula to play for them. I'm, okay, I'm kidding, guys. I'm joking. Okay. Oh Lord. Well, so listen, they can get Hashinshin to play and be better. <laughs> I because my thing here is I I don't blame Gen X. I I think Gen X played much better and. Honestly, did very well despite the situation he was given. But for looking at the series between Mad Lions and BDS, Mad Lions were just the better team, if we're being honest here. They just scaled up throughout the playoffs. They uh, crushed BDS in the games that they won. I feel like they just drafted abysmally bad in games three and four to the point where it's a no-brainer that BDS should win. Because if you have a comp of like Ezreal, Rakan, Jinjiao, Gragas, and Azir, like that's gonna be enough hard engage to definitely destroy uh Mad Lions comp in game four. And I remember in game five. Game five was the game where it was somewhat kind of close early on, and then Mad Lions just kept turning it around. And Merwin just having a, a field day, actually. And you had them pulling out the uh, the Zaya pick for Mad Lions. It's crazy because no one's really picked Zaya in this meta. The meta's been mostly favored on like Aphelios, Senna, Ezreal, Varus, some Jin here and there. Like some people have tried to pick Jinx, and then uh, Frescawi had a, a pretty good game on um, Azir. It's crazy because do you guys know what Mad what BDS let go through in their final draft? They BDS got so draft gapped in game five. Their game five draft is Cassante, Brand, Azir, Zaya, and uh, uh, what's her name? Rel. That's Mad Lions' draft. Okay. BDS's is Gragas, Xinjiao, Quirky, Aphelios, Rakan. You got draft gaps. They let Brand go through in game five. They let Rel go through. Bruh. They got. Shit curb stomped in that draft. That's a fisting right there. Holy motherfuck. But yeah, what did you want to say about BDS? Since, uh, you know, they did they finished third, I guess. Was uh, LeBron yeah. the best support? Jesus Christ. How, how did anybody actually think he was amazing? Okay, a- a- anyway, uh, yeah, bring Crowny back. Uh, get any I like Ice. Pointer. I like my no. ADC only playing no. two chairs. Get, get, get a new top pointer, literally anybody. Uh, all right. And did you, uh, 
Did, wait, did you not think Adam played good this split? Jesus fucking Christ. I think he was at least top three worthy this split, but I wouldn't have him as the best. I think Irrelevant and uh, Merwin played better, honestly. Well, okay. Uh, I, I mean, joke. look, jokes aside, I again, I, I last split, sorry, not last split, last year, yeah, he was not... Yeah very good at all he just he can only play like three baby champs and involve like two buttons and that's it and you need to be get carried by his uh teammates every game and then he would just beat like the worst trash top laners possible or like minor region teams and barely like psg and then everybody would jerk him off but then he would get his ass kicked about well, against real top laners and the worst ones he would get his ass kicked by people like uh chasey and Kana last year so uh, that that was sad, but anyway, this year though, yeah, yeah I remember this, it. Yeah, yeah, this year he was, he, he he did play good this year, and he and real champs, and yeah, he improved, and you know he didn't need to be babysit by Shao uh, old game. So yeah, he improved. He was good. Um, top three, honestly, maybe, but that's more because uh, I think just the competition being that shit instead of him really being great or anything. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, he he did improve, but uh. Whatever his G- GF was lonely. Ubu. I I I think that he had a good spring. I don't remember his summer being that bad either. He got destroyed in the finals against Chasey. I remember that he had a decent world. Um, but he was their best player, I think, for worlds. I don't. Then yeah, he didn't do much in the in, in the in the what do you call it the Rumble stage now for worlds. Yeah, yeah no, he, he did literally nothing. Yeah, I remember Shia went up to gang for him, and he just did fuck all with his leads. I remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chasey but, literally looked better than him. Chasey. Good lord. Chasey's the best top laner in European history. He won MSI. Mm-hmm. He won four splits. Good lord. Oh, come uh, on, guys. Chasey has more LEC titles than Adam. Yeah, and it better stay that way. <laughs> oh, lord. Um, Because... I think he was top three, top four worthy this split, but I, I just had a relevant and Merwin over him. What B B fourth? Because he kind of picked it up later on, actually. Yeah, but, but I would you say could probably that. make the argument Broken Blade is probably third after the finals after Lee, you know. So, but I yeah. think if if you're gonna if you're gonna think that Adam's gonna come back for spring. I couldn't imagine he plays that good in spring. I mean, he better if they want to make MSI, actually. But, yeah, guys, BDS this season, it's over. I think, yeah, LeBrov kind of stepped it up in some games. I don't know what people saw. I didn't think he was that impressive. I think he was just, I I guess, wasn't, like, blowing me away. Nook played, most of the team was just all right, honestly. Except Shao. Shao was griefing hard as fuck. Uh, early on in the split, he was running it for most of their games because it looked like BDS was only kind of getting away with a lot of their wins because other teams just failed to properly play out their early game in front yes, of them. Uh, as always. Yeah, just how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up, Arkham? How you doing, buddy? It's been a minute. We'll love to talk to you eventually again, brother. Yeah. All right. Like, Finals I mean, it's the time. same thing with G2, though. I mean, it's like they're really... Yeah, I remember, I remember that right now. Yep. Yeah. Cap. G2 versus Mad Lions. So, uh, as everyone knows, I love G2. I've been following G2 forever. They got away with a lot of murder in this final, specifically, okay? There was moments Mad Lions quite literally should have beaten them, and they just didn't, because 
I don't know. They got too excited on stage. They got too nervous. Uh, I mean, you got to factor in. They are rookies, so this is going to happen at some point in some portion of their career. You have rookies, and this is going to happen. But this was bad from them. Definitely expected that, though, heading into finals, like that they would look like they should have probably won, but G2 would have the experience. They'll eventually win it in four or five games. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Game game four, they should have had it. I would say like this should have went to five mm-hmm. games given how mad lines are playing. They should have went to five games, but people, people have to understand that if you're watching this back on the replay, understand guys, when you have rookies like this, they're just not going to know how to play out those specific situations on stage. They just aren't right. Because there is no way possible. Their team is that far ahead and they lose to a Viego. People are good in the series. Mickey X did not play good. Okay. Hansama had some, I'll say suspect games, but he was being way too over aggressive and giving up too many, uh, early game leads. Caps was good for G2 pretty much throughout the entirety of the playoffs. Actually, he's been he's really stepped it up. Honestly, I can't really fault him. Uh, Broken Blade also stepped it up throughout the playoffs. I think Yike is probably their MVP. You know, Yike's played pretty good throughout the split in general. But Mickey X is he's kind of ran it down for a lot of the split. What? After- why, what? You didn't like his game four? I, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I love. Oh my god! I, I did you see the game one where they lost two v two when they uh Mer- super just runs in on Varus and just dives to him. Yeah. Oh my god! You know what? When I saw Supa get all the kills for his team in game four, like seven zero, I was just like, yeah, they're not winning because there's yeah, I remember that. Gonna use mm-hmm. them. Yep. First of all, like, okay, so guys, a, a big problem with Mad Lions. So I think Mad Lions did play well. I'm not taking that away from them. The biggest problem for Mad Lions was Supa. Stupa throughout all these best of fives made such bad decisions to the point where he would constantly give up pressure on the map, constantly die in situations he shouldn't be dying in, way too over-aggressive in situations he should not be in. Then that kept putting his team in bad spots, actually. So G2 loses uh, game one, actually gets Mad Lions, and then let, let, later on they start uh, picking it up throughout the series a little bit. Like, game two was the biggest stomp. Of the series by far. Game three is the most suspect one. So like Broken Blade picks Kennen into the rumble. And this is like some odd suspect shit here when it comes to Mad Lions' gameplay. So right here in this moment, they're still kind of winning the game. And then you get to a point where you have Merwin's right there on the top side, okay? So Merwin is somewhat dueling Broken Blade. They have the Talia wall right here. You have Alvaro, who's chunked out a little bit, and they go over the wall to try and help Merwin. They can't really get to him. Then, somehow, their team fighting is so misaligned that the Viego, who's the shortest range champion on G2's team, gets a chance to have the access to the back line. Keep in mind, uh, Mad Lion's comp is Senna with Snares, Rel with uh, Hard Engage. Uh, You have rumble that can definitely uh you know outrange viego all of mad lines champions definitely outrange g2's champions for the most part right there should be really no reason that yike should be able to do that against them and then later on as the game went on yike was just well throughout the, throughout the series in, in general yike was just you know booty blasting el yoya like even um this game el yoya actually had a good game on the Belveth. He was the one that picked Belveth first at Worlds 2022 in the playing stage. And in this game, he picked Belveth. And I was like, okay, he's picking out, he's pulling out one of his pocket picks. 
And he did very good on this pocket pick. And then you have like the equalizer come through and like they had Mad Lions almost collapse on them because they're walking through um, Rumble equalizer. And I'm like, this should definitely be a Mad Lions win. And like even Caps, who's had, I think, a pretty good playoffs overall. Caps didn't start this game out good. He started out going 0-5. He wasn't doing that well. I think a lot of this game just kind of hinted on, hinged on G2 winning it because Mad Lions was not playing out their comp good at all. There's like right here, you see Broken Blade's going to use his uh, stopwatch or whatever. He gets killed by uh, Equalizer. Then right here, right here. Okay, so they should easily be able to stop right here, go and take stuff on the map, push pressure more of the turrets, okay? Potentially set up for the next Baron, next Dragon. They choose to fight them again, even though they don't need to, okay? And they get chunked out uh, by, you know, Viego. Viego gets into the back line once again. It's like, how is this happening again? Like, come on. Like, what is this? Like, remember, I love G2. I do. I, I'm glad they won. You know, I like stacking titles with a lot of the teams I support. But, like, G2's had some rough early games, you know, to the point where other teams have gotten leads against them. But the teams that have gotten the leads against them haven't been able to convert them. There, there's no reason a team should win 5v3 in a team fight, have that advantage, and then lose. People forget, in this fight, they literally... So 5v3, and Madeline's lost a 5v3. Viego, the shortest ranked champion to them, killed them all because they don't know how to defend their back line. Like, that's, that's unacceptable. That's just pure unacceptable, okay? Doesn't matter if these are... I, I, know, I, know, I know they're rookies. I understand that. But that, that's just... Come on. They know better than that. They know better than that. It, 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 it's not rocket science to defend your back line, right? Uh, um, but Sean wanted to talk about game four. Game four is like fucking criminal holy motherfuck like europe is so screwed this year don't don't you want europe to win msi this year <laughs> oh god good, good lord yeah i mean this whole split though like g2 was just getting away with murder as well the whole split but because the rest of the league is that bad they can do it but yeah don't expect them yeah the early games have been bad the early uh, games have i'll be honest though yeah. I, I, after uh fucking broken blade yeah, like, their early games have been, like, shit. Like, Caps, he, he, he picked it up late, later on throughout the split. He was actually a reason why they won some of their games against, like, XL. Remember that one game they were having against XL where the bot lane was doing really bad? And, like, it took Caps playing the Blanc to just basically, like, you know, run them down? Oof. All right, so game four. Uh, Good Lord. I don't even know where you start with how badly they played this out. Like, given how decently much... Well, that's not even English. I'm black. I can't speak, guys. Don't worry. Mm. Given how oh, okay, much resources El Yoya dedicated to Supa and Alvaro's lane, there is no reason why this should be going in any of the game this way that it is. This should have went to a game five. And I think in game five, I think um, you know, G2 still uh close it at like uh, the G2 still gonna end up closing it out, right? So this game went like this. So El Yoya is playing Rel, and they know if they potentially get their Varus ahead of Lilia and Senna and Nautilus, that their bot lane has better hard engage, and they could just outrange G2's bot lane. And that's what, you know, El Yoya does. El Yoya goes bot lane so much that it gets the Varus ahead. Now, 
the opposite side of this happens too, where Broken Blade, I think he solo dies to Merwin early on. No, no, his he was Broken Blade was actually laning very well. First of all, I don't know how he's Jace. He has 34 CS. And Gragas is sitting here with 51. So he's, he's already down like 20 some odd CS, getting absolutely destroyed. I don't know how his landing phase got fucked the way it did, but he was getting yeah. absolutely wrecked. That was so confusing. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I don't know what he did in lane so bad to the point where he's down that far. Remember, Merwin's been like one of the more better top laners of split. I don't know. Maybe it was he's choking. He's nervous. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Because the like you have to feel bad for Mad Lions. Their bot lane is trying this hard in a game four, deciding game to bring it to a game five. And then the top side is just like Merwin's yeah, just throwing for them. Mickey getting that paycheck by Mad. <laughs> Come on, Mickey. He wasn't. He, he he was running it pretty hard. Yeah, Lord. well, that that's just the Mickey strategy, I guess. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Merwin was like, yeah, one of the best tops of split. I don't know what he, what happened to him this game. Maybe I don't know. White I Knight. just got nervous. I, I think White Knight took over. That's it. Oh Lord! Like Supa was five and zero, guys. At about, uh, I think ten minutes. If your ADC can't carry the game. And you're 11 minutes in, you know your top laner fucking ran that shit to the ground. There is absolutely no way that's acceptable. Their bot side plays that well, you get that big of an advantage, and they still can't win. Like, look at this. He's three levels down to this guy. He just got just like fisted. He just got absolutely just bent over and fucked. Fucking hell. Oh, and get and get guess what, guys? Broken Blade built Rod of Ages, not Archangel Staff on Gragas, like Cabalshard did. I swear, if your Gragas built Archangel Staff first, you that 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 guy's win trading. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Also, Christ. what later on happened in the game, uh, the LEC actually had some sort of like a blackout where like the whole game just ended up stopping. Yike got a pentakill on Lilia. Everyone just like went to Cajol's stream. So the LEC broadcast literally got Nocturne ulted, and everyone just migrated to Cajol Stream. Yeah, Someone that, say that, they that raided Cajol Stream. You're yeah. just watching this game. I, I was literally watching these games on VOD. I'm like, wait, where's the sound? The sound just stopped. And I was like, what the fuck happened? Because I, I I couldn't watch it live. I was at work, and I was like, what the fuck? He gets a pentakill, and then when when the uh, you know everything turns back on for the LEC. The sound's back on. G2's just, like, in the base winning. You're just like, what the fuck yeah, happened? You know? I think I know what happened. All right. Uh, they, oh, yeah. they let Jensen in the control room. What? <laughs> oh, God. So the the LEC uh, studio got Nocturne ulted, and you come back, and Jungler, Jungler got a pentakill, and the game's over. Caps uh, goes in, a zero alts, kills Supa. You know, the bot lane advantage worthless because Merwin completely ran it down the final game. It never he should just never pick Jace ever again. If he if he's like, hey little coach, I want my Jace tacos and tomales. Uh uh no, you ain't getting Jace. You lucky you're not homeless right now after briefing our fucking finals, actually. Uh, I mean, look, he wasn't only the blame this whole fucking team just like But he was the blame in this game. <laughs> uh yeah like Supa uh, uh again I said it before he's easily him and Friscali e- easily the weakest spots. Uh, the other three are great, but I yeah, guess they I, kept, I thought Alvaro they kept played pretty well. well. Yeah, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they kept them coming into the split, though, because, you know, just to keep that uh, chemistry and also, I guess, shot calling. So, I, as I, yeah. I said, coming into this split, they'll probably overachieve with being together and having, like, that edge. But but that those two players are definitely the weaker points, and they're going to show it eventually. And that my prediction is they'll probably drop off more in spring and summer a bit. So we'll see then, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, because like with, with Supa, I, I had to agree with this too. Like he was getting caught out of position so Yeah, th- I agree. Like if you'd watch, if anybody watched all the games, you know Supa was getting caught out constantly, constantly he was doing that. You know, there was, I think, a game where he was like on Senna and he was, he should have not even been trying to do what he was doing in a certain game. I think it was against BDS or something like that. Just gets killed and gives over an advantage. It's like, bro, these... That's not even a rookie mistake. That, that's that's just bad. And you're just like, what the fuck? So yeah, guys, BDS, Mad Lions, Fnatic, all done. All roads just somehow went back to G2. Yeah. I don't even think G2 had like an overall dominant split either. Like, yeah, they finished first, but it's like, you watch a lot of those games. Those games were like, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of question marks there, yeah. you know? I, I, I love that comment, though. He's only a rookie. Leave him alone. Yours is the super's like as old as fucking upset, right? You fucking idiots. I'm I'm just saying that if a rookie did that in the LCK and LPL, they're swapped out. Like you don't do that that many times in playoffs, and you still have a job because like that's just you don't blame that on rookie mistakes. Well, rookie what, mistakes what, what, is like what do you mean Panda C was so good. God, maybe they should just bring back um White Knight. Maybe maybe he'll win the championships. It's that Finn is going back to yeah. Rogue. Like, what the fuck? Oh, my Lord. God, remember the year when just, like, the whole fucking, it was the whole Vitality or G2 team voted Zanzara for MVP when he went over to Misfits? Oh, my God. Zanzara. Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. God, he can only, at some point he can only play like Poppy or some shit like that. Oh my lord! Yeah, uh, like the, he actually voted him for MVP, like old Vitality or G two. No, I remember. Uh, remember last year? I think in the All Pro ballots, um, uh, Mithy voted like Chime to be his MVP for support. Yeah. Uh, good oh lord. god. Uh, good lord, man. But yeah, um, on Sunday, we'll do like all the awards and stuff like that. We'll go over like the LCK, but for the remainder part of the show, like another good 20 minutes, we'll talk about the other teams. Um, yeah, like if I'm being honest here, Giant and Rogue might as well just be the same team, if I'm being honest here. Like, Giant and Rogue are just lackluster, boring teams. All these players on both rosters look so checked out. Odawamne looks like he doesn't want to be here. Peaches, what's his name? Peach Peaches, he's, he's just not good. Jackie's is, I think, talented. I think, but I don't uh, think he's going to be able to show he's, that here. He's their best player, honestly. I feel like yeah. if it wasn't for the shot calling, possibly, or the chemistry, that's who Mad should have got for their mid laner, and they would be better. Patrick and Ignar are just, as a bot lane, just meh. Like, Ignar... Like he tries to make stuff happen, but Patrick is such a such a passive. They're just, they're just there for the money, all right. Yeah, yeah. Patrick's not playing to win a title. I don't know why he's been on this org ever since it existed. 
Like, yeah. why is he still I, here? I, I mean, MNS couldn't figure it out either, so. MNS is a fat Korean. He can't <laughs> figure out a lot of things. That fat Ching Chong. Hate that fat fuck. Right. Oh, Lord. Like, what? Oda Wamne just goes, I'm, I, I'm picking Aatrox as my default top laner, and he can't even, like, land Qs properly. Like, the, all, Giant X and Rogue are, like, two sides of the same coin. They're all the same. Lackluster, boring as fuck teams yeah, to watch. Rogue is just, like, all the players have, like, lost all the motivation. They just want to give up on life. They should all just retire. Yeah. I man, Oda Wamne retiring would be like, man, that'd be ridiculous. Like, I don't know, like, because for the mo- most part, people would kind of look at him, look at him like impact now, but he's not even providing like a stable performance anymore. At least with impact, he provides like stability to some extent and maybe a carry performance. There. Oda Wamne doesn't even provide that anymore. He's he's pretty much ran it down for like what. Four splits in a row at winter last year, spring. Yeah, summer he wasn't good either, even though they made the finals. This split he wasn't that good. Like you you could tell in playoffs, he was just so just like, why are we here? I guarantee you, they probably went went like zero and seventy in scrims, like no one's scrimming them. Like, cause why would you scrim them? They're just such dog shit. Rogue, I don't even want to fucking talk about them. Like People talk about Razork and Human Synergy not being there. Larson and Marcoon have no have nothing. Yeah, it, it's like watching paint try that whole team. Yeah, like Zol uh what was the name? Zolis? I think Zoli Zolis is just whatever a Rakan one trick, essentially. Yeah, Comp is he, just not good anymore. He's Zolis just is like what Trimby was at first. Yeah, yeah. I think Zolis could make a make a better support on another team, but you can't make it work on Rogue. Like people think, like, oh yeah, Rogue. Then they win a title. That Rogue that used to be really good. That's not this Rogue. This Rogue is actual legit trash. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that Jagenda was it, was Zagenda experiment didn't work. No shit, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, Did you not yeah. see that guy on Vitality? It was mm-hmm. terrible. Like, like, but, but, but it's Vitality. It's like no, no, no. Outside of that, he looked like actual shit. Yeah, he's like a, he's a top laner who's like can only play carry champs, but can't play them yeah. well. So it's like it will work in the lower leagues, but it won't work in LEC. Mm-hmm. Just that this entire team, it's like it's like the LEC version of watching like one of those LPL teams at yeah. the bottom of the standings, like Rare Adam, who's just like all five players team. are all five players are depressed and hate life, and they're they know they're about to get like beaten with metal chains. Oh God. Uh, like Team Heretics is the same thing. Like, there's like four orgs in the LEC where like you don't really know what their play style is. They're just really boring to watch. Team Heretics is 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 just not good either. Like, what they're, they're swapping out what Kaiser for Trimby, but they're keeping perks. Yeah, Wonder's not even trying anymore. Mm-hmm. Yet Yankos is just also. I, I, I would never throw away Yankos. I think last year, Yankos somehow looked better with Epi and what uh, Vetio. Then he deals with perks and what fucking hell. Yeah, are are it, we but... saying that they should have just kept Evi? I mean, n- no, but to be fair, Evi, in the first split, he was pretty solid. It was mainly the second split where he was kind of bad, but honestly, I thought the he was whole decent team... in the winter split. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, but the, the problem that happened with Evie, the experiment, yeah, he was solid in the first split, but the second split, yeah, they didn't, the whole team just, like, didn't know how to communicate, and they kind of left him out to dry, so he played worse. Than, well, he, he, mm-hmm. on paper, with his depths, he looked worse than how he actually played, and Summer was the one point where then he actually did bad, but then he improved and actually did fairly well in playoffs, so he kind of yeah. did his job. I'm not saying they should have kept him, no, but he did his job, I mean... But I, yeah, with like heretics, he, yeah, yeah, I don't like this team at all. Just washed up. Uh, just all one, traffic. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. actually thought Cloud9 should have got in Wonder. I mean, look, even whatever nah. your opinion is about Fudge, right? Uh, Wonder, yeah, he looked good when he stepped in, kind of. But he was mostly, he was kind of getting away from murder. He ma- mainly just like stayed under his turret. It's and a small the sample team. size theory. He came in and yeah, looked yes. only good for two games. That was it. Yes, and it was against fucking Chasey and other shit top. So it's like, what did you expect? And then, oh, so it, well, he didn't even play that good. He was mainly like just sidestepping and got lucky under his turret with the other team killing themselves. Like, it, he didn't even play very good. So it's like, and before then he was absolute dog shit, which is why Fnatic got rid of him, or whoever did, but yeah. Yeah, there's a reason why Fnatic didn't want to keep him, like, people had to factor in. He only looked good in the small sample size that we saw. People forget, I never blamed Fnatic for not keeping him. Remember, he was bad. He's been bad ever since, like, 2021 summer, I'll say. He's been legit bad ever since. And what same goes for perks, honestly. Yeah, Perks hasn't been good since 2021. He was somewhat okay, I think, in 2022 spring, a little bit, but that was a difference in situation. Like, yeah, Wonder is the same thing as Otawame now. They just kind of sit in lane and just, like, don't do anything. It's just, like, super checked out. Yeah. Like, there's uh, no kind of firepower in them at all. are basically their best players. And then uh, Kaiser, I don't know what yeah. the fuck happened mm-hmm. to him. Uh, that, that's really weird. Like, okay, I'll say this. Kaiser had a really bad, uh, he should never play Nami ever. That That's tragic. That's tragedy right there, him playing Nami. But he, I thought he looked fine, I guess. He looked okay with Flacid, but uh, I, if you're going to get rid of Kaiser, then for Trimby, which is an upgrade to me, it's fine. Why are we keeping perks? And wonder, yeah, like, I don't if know. Tier, I mean, if their chemistry compete, was good, but Kaiser yeah, like, individually played kind of shit. Like, I, this one doesn't even make sense, meta. dude. Why would Team Heretics take Perks and Kaiser, who didn't work on Team Vitality, and then Carmine Corp go, We're gonna take Bo and Upset, who didn't also work? None of these, none of that Team Vitality roster works, people, not together. They all need to be legit on different teams, all of them. Like, I don't know why Team Vitality, I don't know why Carmine Corp and Team Heretics are like, Yeah, we're gonna take these four players that pretty much somewhat collapsed on that other Team Vitality roster for ourselves. Like, yeah, and. I'll be honest, it's really kind of sad what's happening here, though, because they keep, for the last two years now, they've been just putting upset on, like, these teams where he has no chemistry with his support, and it's just shit doesn't work well. Mm -hmm. But individually, he's still a very good player. It's just the teams don't fit with him. But then he's going to be used as a scapegoat because they're just waiting for their 180C on their academy team or whatever to come in. He's uh, not sat because of the new sponsors. Mm-hmm. He couldn't play. So they're just waiting on him. So then they're probably going to kick upset, obviously, after this year or so. And then he'll he'll be used as a scapegoat, scapegoat and he'll look bad or look like he was the problem, even though he really wasn't. And then I bet you he probably won't get another team next year. Oh man, uh, what else is on Team Heretics? Like, Team Vitality is the same thing. Like, what? 
for between Team Vitality, Heretics, Giant X, Rogue, what I can't find a single reason why I should be excited for any of these teams to play. These teams play, and I'm like, just I'd rather legit get sucked off by a fucking uh, rat than watch these you teams feel play. Feel good about C9. That's bad. That's that, <laughs> that's just bad. Like Team Vitality, like Hillisang's legit. That's not Hillisang. That's Crackhead. He's just Crackhead. That's just he don't count. Fuck Photon, like he. I think Photon is the best individual laner, but he can't do anything. D- Daglas doesn't play through him. There's multiple times throughout this spell where Daglas saw him winning and dumb play through him. Bethio is kind of just playing for his KD at this point. Like, like, like I saw that LeBlanc game and I was like, wait a minute, you can do this and you haven't been doing this? Troll, get him. Fucking hell, man. Oh my yeah, god. Honestly, just... Daglas kind of like reminds me of like an out of prime medios. Uh, what else is it? Yeah, like, like Karzi, I think, is their best player. And it's like, well, he can't win, 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 win with that crackhead. So, like, these four rosters just throw all these motherfuckers uh, in the Karzi is trash. kind of the same as Photon, though. It's like individually and with his mechanics, yeah, but can't really. Play with he can't team. with this kind of team. Yeah, like these teams are just badly constructed. You know, how people kept saying the rosters look better this year, and I'm like, they kind of don't. These look probably worse. At least yeah, last no. year, they, they were exciting to watch because like they they had something they were trying to do. A lot of these teams just basically just stopped playing the game. Yeah, no, I, I looked at the roster for rosters for LEC this year. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a shit show, and that's why I predicted Mad Lions to be like third or fourth because. Like uh, again, well, you did have the them 10th? T- Jesus, right? Yeah, like that's a troll. People are stupid, all right? No, I had them like four for third because, and th- because like all the teams, mm-hmm. you know, all 10 of the teams had like great players and star yeah, players. Yeah. But as you said, just how all of them were constructed, though, terrible. Like they're not, they were not okay, going to work. The one reason I could give you is because, you know, I think someone mentioned it a while ago. Like younger players like them or like newer players will be willing to try newer stuff, whereas like older players are kind of more stuck in their ways. And to be fair, Mad Lions have kind of always been in that top four ish range anyway. Outside like what, like one split they didn't make playoffs, and that was with fucking Reeker. I mean, no one can make playoffs with that fucking clown. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm glad they proved them wrong, and I, I'm glad Mad Lions could prove that they don't need Mac to win. They could do well without those other guys. And to be fair, like you could understand why El Yoya couldn't play with his Hillisang. If you guys saw how bad Hillisang was playing the split this year, no, no way. I, I agree with El Yoya. You got to get that motherfucker out. Yeah, Hillisang should have retired last year. For some reason, he still gets teams. I have no clue why. I, I have no idea why. And people say, but he did well last year. Yeah, that's what considered. That's that. That's considered doing well. Fucking hell, we're we're legit screwed. Like, if that's considered doing well, we're, this is bad. Yeah, he... And I'll say, for Mad Lions, the reason why they did good last year wasn't because of Hillisang. It was because of, well, Karzi and Niski performing very well for them, I would say. Uh, what else is there? Let's see. What did you think about Carbine Corp? You, yeah, I, I know, I know you said uh, Upset was paired with a bad support where he, he can't do anything, but I thought the whole team is just... Like you gotta throw this whole team out. Like Sakin is, yeah, they, they, they won't. But yeah, like uh, again, but they'll fire Yamato Cannon. They'll fire him. Yeah, Sakin's just like again. He has 
good potential, but he's too much of like a fucking KDA player, literally. Uh, Cabosar just, again, he was a great weak side top in the yeah, yeah. France League, but the stuff he did there was not going to work in LEC, and it didn't. And yeah, basically, I would just, yeah, but if I was just like on but an dude, island. They got two wins. At the final part of the split, they got two wins. Yeah, Even though just... those, you know, people kept saying, "Oh, but they don't matter." Okay, so here's okay. Yes, them getting two wins doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because, first of all, their two wins at the end of the split. Okay, people, the end of the regular season, they're not going to be on stage until what, like the second week of March, when the spring split yeah, starts. Well, you know, motivation thing, but also I think that is probably, I think it saved all the players' jobs. I, I think they're going to keep all of them now for. <laughs> Getting two best of one wins, you think saves their careers? Well, we're well, so screwed. Well, it, we're so were screwed. Against, they, they were against top teams, so yeah, I think it saved their <sighs> careers for at least another split. All five of them, and they'll keep them together and think that now they got rid of all the issues and they're gonna nail it in spring, sort of like uh, BDS last year in spring. Oh, <sighs> good. Lord. Oh my God. Oh God. The fact that people thought that uh, they were raging at like Yamato for the games. And it's like, no, no, no. People gotta understand. Getting those two wins, like, I guess you, you could say has some influence over how the standings work, but they don't really matter in the grand scheme of things because, first of all, by the time they won those two games on stage, compared to when they're gonna play on stage again, playing on stage is so much different than playing in scrims. Like, that essentially doesn't mean anything that they won those two games. Yeah, the, I guess for morale reasons, that was good, I guess. But, like, yeah. you, you're you telling me that Targamos is about to get, like, what? Two more wins, apparently? Like, <sighs> fucking hell. I don't know, man. Yeah, All yeah, shit I, constructed rosters. Yeah, I, I'm just amazed that Targamos, like, look, looked like one of the best supports ever for, like, a year and a half, and then just fell off a cliff this hard. Oh, Lord. What else is there for the LEC? No, that's, no other teams I, I guess we would talk about. I mean, the only team we didn't really talk about was like SK Gaming. I think they punched way above their weight, honestly. I think what really screwed them over was losing to Vitality. They, they, they like, to me, when I looked at like the split in totality and I look at all the games, I think they were like the fourth best team. You could argue maybe third best team, you know, but they should not have lost Vitality. The only series Vitality played somewhat well was in uh, the the SK Vitality series. I think just screws them, screws them so hard, honestly. Yeah. It just kind of sucks because Nitsky had that TP play. Why is it always Nitsky with these questionable TP plays? Remember that? He did that one against Fnatic. He had one on Fnatic, remember a long time ago? The the TF play? He had that one. He had to do zero one. What is with this guy in like fucking not TPing properly? Uh, well, it's both him and who he had those plays. The who I I saw the who he won live. That that's criminal. Yeah, that, 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 that broke my brain for life. I saw that and I'm just like retire now. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, as a uh, all I have to really say is. Uh, do you what would you take a relevant over BB? Uh 
I think now, since Irrelevant's proven he can play carry top laners, the problem here with Irrelevant is I I think I need to see him do it again in spring. Because, you know, it's one thing to do it once. Because he's been mostly weak side, and maybe that, 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 that was how, like, the teams wanted him to play. If I see him do what he did this split again to the same degree, I think there's a conversation where he needs to be on a better, a better team. Like, get Irrelevant a much better team. You know? Because if I was Irrelevant and I was playing that good and my team's running it down that hard, bro, you... I need to get a bigger paycheck, or I need to have a fucking Belgian girl suck the fattest part of my dick, honestly. Well, as we wrap it up here, uh, we're going to talk about the LCK and the LPL more on Sunday, because, you know, EDG has not won a single series yet, and they lost to Rare Ass. Oh, no, I, I saw the Ninjas in Pajamas series. I saw Ninjas in Pajamas when they're, what, like, un- they're, they've only lost, like, what, one best of three so far? Chad's probably happy about that. Good lord. Yeah, fucking hell. I, I mean, I'm so shocked by it. Like, the snake's so good. EDG winning. Good lord. Ugh, yeah. God. I mean, I, I love how they're just keeping, like, JJ around, who's, like, their worst fucking world's winner. It, it's sort of like how RNG just keeps keeping Breathe around for some reason. God. Uh that that world's win was still BS, but whatever. I, I mean, not as BS as uh, Samsung's win in 2017. That is just the worst mm-hmm. win in history. Hmm. Like, I can't commentate too much on the LPL. I, I, I'm still catching up on, on the games. I'll be able to talk more about it on hey, Sunday. Uh, but the best team ever. Hell yeah. We're going to win worlds. Don't, don't give me hope. Just don't give me hope this year. I, I just want them to be a nice Dark Horse team, and if they can make it to Worlds later on this year as, like, the fourth seed, I'll be happy with that. But if you give me hope, and they almost win a split, and they lose in playoffs like OMG did last spring, I'm going to cry. Yeah, that, like, yeah that, that, that was sad, and then they broke up the team. Yeah, sad. Yeah. <laughs> if Like, I think RNG can be a Dark Horse team, given their players, but I got to see. I'll have to see, you know, more of it right now. Uh, but the LCK, I have seen the games. I remember I watched um watched Genji play last night. T1 played last last night too, did they not? I think T1 played last night. Did T1 play last night? I watched them play Firex recently, and that was uh Yeah, they please they, please get rid I of that Firex bot line. Please get rid of their ADC. Their ADC is yeah, so trash. Get, get rid of their whole fucking team. I I hate all of them pretty much. They're they're like the worst team right now, in my opinion, in LCK besides uh, DRX, but. They keep getting away with some wins that puts them up the standings. I I, I really hate their team, though. Uh, and Closer needs to stop getting chances. He's had so many chances. He's not that great. Like, And he wasn't that great last year. Like, honestly, his fucking top laner and support uh, and fucking jungler were somehow better than him. Well, Genji and T1 are the top of the league. And Joe Marsh is no longer on Twitter because he called out all the, you know, LCK owners. Yeah, what a fucking idiot. Uh, Dumbest fucking person ever. All right. I remember the one thing he said about Arnold, Genji CEO. He was like, man, Arnold's been talking about being broke, but he signed Canyon. Maybe he's just talking shit. Maybe, okay, I'll I'll say that. Maybe he was. And it's, people took took it a little bit too seriously, but... Mm -hmm. Arnold never said he was broke. He just said Genji hasn't turned a profit, which means he, they make they make money. They just kind of probably just break even. 
That doesn't yeah. mean you're broke. It's like fucking hell. It's like, what, Holy it's like, what shit. the fuck have you done since, like, Joe March? You were you just signed on to like a fucking team, all right? That mm-hmm. was already successful. You haven't done shit, all right? You, you you fucking made the brand worse, if anything. All the teams didn't win for shit since you got there. They finally won one world's title after many chokes of you being there. All right, and what all the scandals since you've been there. And the mm-hmm. fucking homophobia and shit, which you still never fully apologized for, by the way. Like, like remember in his uh, fucking twi- Twitter thread of him apologizing for all the things, or quote unquote apologizing, and with mm-hmm. the mod raiders with that whole LS situation, he literally said word for word, "I don't believe that my fans, you know, ever did anything like that." It's like he flat out denied. That happened, even though it literally did. And with the mod raiders. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Mm -hmm, I remember that. And then he's just like, but sorry anyway. It's like, fuck you. I I remember he said, yeah, he wanted to hire LS, but the backlash was too much. Not just from the fans, but from like the staff that he didn't do it. And it's like. Fucking coward. It's like. You didn't hire a potentially good person that with the players liked I think Ellis and the players all liked him. They were going to be willing to do what some of the strategies he was trying to implement. And it, he didn't get hired because because reasons? It, it had to probably because, you know, you know the whole gay debate. But it had to have been because of optics surrounding Ellis's sexuality. It had to have been, you know. That's just probably the only reason why. Yes. Yeah. Joe Marsh. Oh, my God. What an yeah, absolute that, clown. That, that and I guess a fan would have bombed their building if they did that. Oh yeah, remember that one of the guys last year threatened to stab Faker after they after Faker beat uh, KT in that upper bracket um, Jesus quarterfinal Christ. match. Remember that? That they yeah, said he was gonna go to the studio and stab him. Like, bruh, it's not, it's not that serious. It's never that serious to do that. Yeah, I'm literally gonna be so shocked in the near future if we don't eventually get somebody like trying to sh- shoot up or like something to that fucking headquarters. Like, it's going to happen eventually with all this shit they've done. Well, guys, uh, as we uh, wrap it up here, remember, to you can watch and listen to the Cloud9 podcast as well as the Iron Man podcast new episodes as they come out now. Uh, I have uploaded all the episodes to the podcasting platforms, and I'll be doing a podcast schedule video very soon to detail the days and times of the shows. And keep, keep remember, remember uh, this show is Sundays and Thursdays. Sundays is around 5.30 PST tonight. We had a little bit later because I thought I had a one-on-one, but for the most part, that didn't happen. So we normally have these like seven, my time. So yeah, uh, enjoy the episode. Enjoy your weekend coming up. And uh, do not watch Madam Web. Uh, Madam Web, <laughs> well, We'll just say that for the other show I have, actually. But Madam yes. Web bombed so hard. It just. And, and do not join a solo queue game with Adam. I, I I failed to understand. People went, oh my God, Madam Web sucked. As if like the other three did it. What? People are like, I'm surprised Madam Web sucked. You mean the other three to you didn't suck? We, we're in clown world. Bruh. I don't know how the other three to you guys didn't suck for the most part. Because those are bad okay. movies. Craven will save us. Don't worry. Craven, I'm seriously craving these nuts. Fucking hell. No. I mean, I mean, right, wasn't guys. it like leaked at this point though that Russell Crowe is actually Craven the Hunter and the other guy's just like the son or something? 
please, please kill me. Oh, God. Please, please fucking murder me. So, yes, thank you guys for watching so much. And we will see you guys on the next... If you just watch this show, we'll see you guys Sunday. But if you guys watch the Iron Podcast, uh, you'll see us in that show the next time. And we'll see you guys later. Have a great day, everybody. Peace. Deuces, everyone.